Hello and welcome to another episode of I Know I Love, the podcast where I, Kevin, talk about all of the things that I know that I love in the world of entertainment. So that could be from films to music to video games and of course television shows. Uh, this week we are going back into music. Uh, we are just zooming through November. I cannot believe this year is almost over. It's insane. Um, and we're halfway through November, so it's music time. Um, I decided on the artist that I'm going to be talking about today for uh, a lot of reasons, uh, namely one in particular of, it kind of has to do with my discovery of him and that the re- the way that I discovered him was kind of a fallish, like sort of like autumn style of film. And that is just kind of like what this particular musician reminds me of this artist, um, just reminds me of that season and I find myself I mean I I tend to come back to this artist like through all different points of the year but especially in the fall I just when it starts getting kind of sweater weathery and like cooler and here in Florida I mean we don't really get the leaves but um changing but you know when it starts to get sort of in that season like Thanksgiving almost Christmas all that um I just I don't know I start to be reminded of this particular artist that and like my discovery of him so the artist I'm going to be talking about today his name is Sonder Lerke he is a Norwegian um singer songwriter guitarist um and he is probably my favorite like individual like solo artist type of artist a musician he typically records with like you know a band um and then like his when you listen to his albums he you know there's typically like a backing band of some sort like you know drums and bass and guitar of course and all that um but he's pretty much does everything and like does all of his own like songwriting and you know guitar work and everything so he's a really really gifted musician and artist and i have really come to admire him over the years um his you know album catalog pretty much spans back all the way to 2001 currently so the last album he he actually released was an album called patience which was an, an amazing album last year in 2020 um so i mean we're talking like over like 10 albums basically like i mean it's quite a catalog of of really really great consistently amazing work so let's start with the discovery so my discovery of Sunder Lerke, um, I, I remember this one distinctly, actually. Like sometimes I really, when I think about like, you know, what, what new thing I'm going to talk about on the podcast and stuff, I kind of have to really go back and try to like autobiographically pinpoint like when I first discovered this particular thing. For him, it's pretty straightforward because um, he actually composed the music for a film um, actually, that mo- that film is what I'm going to be talking about next week. So if you're familiar with Sunder Lerke, you probably know the film I'm going to be doing next week. Um, it's a 2007 film, and it kind of has a similar, like I was talking about fall and all of the leaves changing, and it has that kind of environment in the film. And I'm, I want to elaborate more on it on the film itself next week, so I'm not going to talk specifically about which film it is. But when I discovered this film would have been in 2008 because I rented it, and it would have been because it came out in like October 2007. So it wouldn't have been until the next year that I was able to rent the film. And again, it just happened to be around like that season. And that could be why it just reminds me of fall and cooler weather and Thanksgiving and all that kind of stuff. Um, so Sonder Lyrike actually composed a lot of the, fil- the film's music. Um, and so there's one particular song that he has that was probably the first song by him that I ever 
like heard because of watching this film. So I'm sitting there watching this film and then the song plays and it's this it's it's the song called To Be Surprised, which is actually only on the soundtrack. I believe it's only on the soundtrack to this film that I'm going to be talking about. And it's like no, I don't know why it's not on his album because I think it's actually his best song like of all of his songs. Like I think he has amazing songs and albums and I'll get more into that, but like there's something about To Be Surprised, that song, that it just has, like, a, such a... It's, like, one of those airy songs that, like, from the moment it starts, it just has, like, a very feel-good quality. It has... It opens with this really, like, kind of winding guitar, and it gets very, like, poppy and just really catchy. And it's kind of... It's got, like, a really cool, like, driving to a music type of quality, but it's just a really, like, happy song... And the idea of like life sort of flying at you and just kind of being prepared for like anything to happen because there could, there could be amazing things around the corner. Like that's kind of like the idea behind the song um, from my understanding. And that song just hit me and it was like, I, I, I mean, you know, you always hear like a lot of you know, sort of pop, you know, songwriters and a lot of sort of folksy sort of guitarists similar to Sander Lerke. But there was something very distinctly different about the the song itself. His vocals are really good. And, like, he's not one of those singers that's, like, this sort of, like, formal, very, like, oh, like, type of singer. Um, he's He's got a very distinct voice. Like, as soon as he starts singing, like, you're like, oh, it's totally like that guy. And, um, and I, I really think he owns and knows exactly who he is as a musician. And so, yeah, that was my initial discovery is, is watching that film. And throughout the film, there's other uh, songs that, you know, are kind of thrown into the film, like especially on the soundtrack that are actually on his other albums. But, uh, you know, they're all good. Like all of this, I was just like, okay, the music in this movie is like really good. And like, it's the sounds like it's the same guy. And so like I started doing some investigative work and come to find out it's Sander Lerke is the guy's name and he's this artist and from Norway and da, da, da. So, I mean, since then, I've been a fan. So that was, again, like in 2008 that I would have discovered him from this 2007 film. And just some little background story about him. So, like I said, Sander, uh, Sander Lerke is a um, Norwegian singer, songwriter, guitarist. Um, he, from my understanding, he took guitar lessons like at a really young age, I think around eight or so. And he kind of got introduced into sort of bossa nova style of music um, around that time. And that ended up being a major influence a lot in a lot of his work. Um, so pretty much after like a lot of hard work at a very young age, um, I mean, I don't even know if he was like in his 20s yet, but he essentially got signed to a record deal in Norway. And since then, I mean, he's pretty much toured like all over the world and, and on his own as well. He's toured in the United States. Also, I've, I've been to one of his shows, which I'll, I will talk about. And um, yeah, I mean, he's he's open for a lot of cool artists like Elvis Costello, for example. And like, I mean, he's just really like made a name for himself. And I mean, I don't often run into a lot of people necessarily that have heard of him because he's just one of those artists that like just has been doing his own thing this whole time and like you i mean he, like the people that are aware of him and like what he does and everything are like huge fans of him because he's just so different than like the kind of stuff we're used to especially from this style of you know i mean i guess if you were trying to trying to define his style i mean he kind of goes all over the spectrum of of genres really i mean i guess in his earlier days he was kind of more like sort of folksy like guitar soft um poppy kind of stuff and then like the middle of his album catalog so far he got a little bit uh, heavier at times 
Um, there's some albums that he has. He kind of delves in a little bit into like a lot of 80s, 70s stuff sometimes. Um, and then currently, I would say his last like, geez, like four or five albums have been more experimental, which I actually appreciate. Like there's some times where there's certain artists and bands, I think that when they try to do like their next album and their next album, like sometimes they're able to kind of carry over like what makes them them while, uh, you know, attempting these different varieties of things. And other times they kind of abandon kind of what made them fall, what made us fall in love with them. And then they sound like nothing we've heard. And so it's like, okay, like, I don't know who you are artist. With Sonder Lyrica, I think he always, there's always a quality of his work, regardless of the genre he's kind of playing with. Um, that it still sounds like him. Like I, even the more experimental stuff, it was kind of like, whoa, okay, he's kind of using a lot of more digital things and a lot more like sampling. And these are things that he hadn't really done before. He's more like more rock and, but it still works. And then he kind of, you know, doesn't completely have been in the rock elements and, you know, his signature sound at the same time. So he really knows what he's doing. That's kind of what I'm getting at. So as I mentioned, uh, and it was in 2011, um, I'm originally from like the Tampa area in Florida and it was 2011 and I was like, holy crap, like Sondra Lerke is coming to Florida. I mean, like that's amazing. And it was this little, um, theater, uh, this little venue called Capitol theater in Clearwater, a really cool place. It's like a very historical area, um, in Clearwater. And I saw him and I, the first thing I remember thinking, I still remember this concert, because um, I was so used to hearing a lot of his background music, like of his albums, because it's like kind of rocky and poppy and that kind of thing. And um, I remember he like the opening band opened and they were pretty good. And then he comes out and it's just him. And I'm like, whoa, 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 what is this? I was like, where is the band? And I was kind of like for the first like two minutes, I'm like, uh, I don't know. This is just him and a guitar like uh. And it was an amazing show. It was like so good. Like it was literally just him on his guitar and he played the whole show like solo, like no backing band, nothing. And yet it was still engaging. Like he completely controlled the audience, like from the moment he walked out. And I mean, he was very engaging with the audience and like talkative. He likes to talk about like stories and kind of make jokes about things. And he's a really funny guy overall and seems like really down to earth. And like, he just seems to really love what he does. And I remember being like, okay, like this is totally weird because it was, he got to kind of like reinvent the songs that we came to love, but then it still sounded like the songs that we love. So like, it wasn't like, okay, we're hearing like a complete remix of all of his catalog that he's, you know, on his set list. It still was a really great show. Um, and I just thought, okay, like this guy is really super talented. I mean, to be able to kind of have the albums he has and, you know, you go into his show with this expectation and he like completely goes around that and doesn't meet that, but he does in an even better way than you imagine. I mean, that is totally like a, a strong, um, characteristic of, of how great he is as an artist. So just some standout components of Sunder Lyrica as a musician. Um, one that especially catches my ear um, as I listen to and return back to his work and discover his new music as he releases it, he continues to have a really strong music sensibility. Like the, the man knows his stuff. He knows like total genres and he knows like, um, like he really experiments a lot with I, I would imagine things that he's probably a fan of, but he, I mean, there's times where you can go, hmm, like I bet you he's kind of a fan of this artist, but it doesn't sound like a ripoff. He's actually just making it, infusing it with what he already does. And so part of his um, style typically involves a lot of sort of catchy melody writing, a lot of really complex melody writing, 
really cool like different chord changes and like as for his guitar work he's really like um it's not as much being a technician as it is like he's really unafraid to kind of like try different things that you wouldn't think would work and then you listen to it and you're kind of like wow like that's totally not where i was expecting that song to go but it's kind of still a pop song which is weird because it's got like you know, sort of the verse chorus, verse chorusy part, but then this melody is like kind of different and I haven't heard this before. And so he really likes to play around with like what's familiar while also introducing you to new ideas and experimenting with those ideas himself. Additionally, um, I one thing that I really admire about Sander Lerke is that he really does constantly push himself. Like I never feel like when I listen to his albums that he's just kind of like going through the motions and, you know, releasing the same old album again and again. And I mean, there are, there are, of course, artists that are, are just, you know, really good at, and content with, you know, doing similar things that they've done and, you know, kind of just lightly trying new things. But I mean, when you, if you were list, if you were to listen to Sondra Lyrique's like catalog from, you know, like I said, 2001 is kind of where it started up until now. I mean, it really has this like journey and, and. I'm the kind of person that I really like to think of, you know, music albums as kind of like chapters of the same book. So like assuming they're being released by this a certain band or artist, every album released is kind of it should be like a chapter of that same book of, of catalog of, of albums that they're releasing. And the thing with Sunder Lyrica is it always, like I said, it always sounds like him but it'll be some slight different thing. Like he'll, he'll really, he'll be really focused on a particular idea for each of his albums that he'll just explore to the nth degree. And then like the next album, he'll go on to something else. And I never find it to be predictable. It's kind of always like, as he, re as he releases a new album, you really you kind of have to go, okay, like, where's he going to go this time? You know, what's, what's he going to do? I mean, he really has done, I I'm just thinking of all the genres of music, like pop rock, um, you know, more dancey stuff, um, more um, heavy, kind of aggressive, uh, drummy type of things, like all over the place. I mean, he really has covered just about everything that I can think of, other than just going like straight up, like, I don't know, like country or um, hip hop. I mean, but he does have some songs that kind of have in his last couple albums, he does have some sort of hip hop style sampling. He's not rapping or anything, but he does have like, um, you know, some, you know, bar, like some, some exploration, I guess, of, uh, that kind of style of genre. But I really like this. He kind of has this really good within, within some of times the same album, he has a really good juxtaposition with like soft and hard. Like, he really, I think, thinks about an album, and I think he he's one of those few, very, very, very few artists that, as a, as a solo type of artist, that really is still making albums. Like, I, it's like, it's not just like, here's a batch of songs I was working on, slap them on an album and release them. He really, I think, you can tell the work that goes into like the sequencing, like what order should the songs go in, what is the story I'm trying to tell with this particular album, and every album I, I can, now that I'm in thinking of all of them that I, that I uh, have listened to, which is all of them, um, I, I, I would describe, I would, I would subscribe each of them to a type of theme. Like there's, there's themes of love, there's themes of loss, there's themes of curiosity and um, experimentation. He really um, explores a lot of things without being remotely pretentious and still being down to earth. Like he, it's like, he's still him 
but you know he's has so many ideas like that's the thing with with thunder lyricate is i mean he is never one to be out of ideas musically at all i mean i don't hear any of his work where i'm going okay he's basically making this album again i mean he really does um make varieties of things like i think there is literally something for everyone on every album he has and so because of that um juxtaposition of you know hard and soft like as i was mentioning um for an album especially it makes for a very consistent type of album with a really broad range of songs you you really go on different journeys and and um through different stories um, while you listen to a Sonder, Eric, Sonder Lerke, um album, you know, beginning to end. Of course, like, I mean, there are people that like to just, you know, put on an album and just kind of jump around or whatever. I typically like to listen beginning to end. But regardless of how you listen to his work in particular, I mean, you're going to come across like different types of material with on the same album, but it's still going to have like a universal theme surrounding it. And so just to kind of recap here, um, overall, what makes Sonder Lerkate great and why I know that I love him as a, as a musician, he's just amazing, is I think one of the things especially for me is every album he, and, and this is something I kind of had to think about because I, this is something I have felt for a long time having discovered him for you know all these years. I mean, I've been a fan over 10 years of this, of this person and he really does have an album, album for every mood of personality like i mean if you're feeling like a certain way he has an album for it like if you're kind of like happy and like really like um just joyful and everything there he has an album for that if you're kind of feeling like angsty and you know whatever he has an album for that and i think that's probably i imagine the way that he himself makes albums like he makes albums that sort of define a moment in time for him which i know kind of like musicians tend to do that but he does it really well, <laughs> you know, because there's elbow, there's there's musicians that I think try to do that, and they they're trying so hard to like create this this moment of time and and emote like something through their music. But like Sander Lerke really does know how to do that. I feel like he's the kind of person that you could be like, hey, can you write like a really like sad song? And within like two seconds, I think he could do it, like because he just and 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 in, in a way that would also sound original too, like he's going to use like different types of chords that aren't super common because of, you know, his sort of bossa nova, you know, Brazilian music type of, um, you know, studies that he's done. Um, and of course all the other genres that he's obviously explored at a young age, he's going to take it in a place or from a place of that type of process and, and create something really cool. And so, yeah, so every album has, he has an album for every single mood. I think that, you know, if you're feeling in the mood for something, or are experiencing something yourself, like there is an album that you can literally soundtrack your life <laughs> to Sondra Lerke's music. Um, and I really like the way that he doesn't lose his signature sound. He has a signature, and when I say that, he has a type of, type of vocal delivery that um, he is a really good singer, and but he also doesn't like go beyond what he's, his capabilities are. And then he's always able to sort of pair those types of vocal melodies with like I said, different, just really cool, intricate, just chord progressions. And, and sometimes the melody, um, it just gets really unpredictable, but you're like, gosh, it's still catchy. But like, I've not heard something like this before. And why is that? Like, you really start have to kind of second guessing yourself about like your your own musicality as a music listener, kind of thinking back, well, I've, I've not heard this before and it's, but it's familiar at the same time. And so he doesn't lose that signature. 
but he also just continuously is able to fuse other styles with his work. So like sometimes I think artists try things out and you're like, no, 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 <laughs> this is not going to work. Um, and like, you're like halfway into an album like that. And you're like, uh, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? This is not you. And for Sonner Lyrique, it, I don't, I don't personally tend to have that response. Like I, especially, like I said, in his last few albums have been more like, um, more dancey, if anything, more like experimental in the dance sampling world. And I, at first was kind of like, whoa, like it wasn't that reaction of like, what the crap is he doing? It was more like, okay. I mean, and then you think about it and you're like, well, he has kind of already done like the rock thing. He's done like the sort of soft pop rocky thing. So why wouldn't he explore something like this? At this point in his career, it's kind of like, I mean, he's already done so much like, what does it matter if he tries this out now and it's actually good, which is even a plus. So why not? And so he's, the last few albums he's made, he's made have really delved into sort of a dance style of, of music and sometimes really like, um, like ethereal, uh, like more airy sort of landscapey type of sounds. And I think it's really cool. Like I'm, I'm in, like I, 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 as a fan of him already, like I trust his judgment. I mean, for me, it's like, you've already consistently made amazing albums. So it's like, do whatever you feel like within reason. Uh, but you know, play to your strengths, but also, I mean, why should he be afraid to explore a whole bunch of different things? I mean, as such a creative person, I mean, that's only natural that he would and that he does it well, just again, shows is evidence to the fact that he is so talented as a musician. And another thing, like just again to repeat, I really just love the way that Sunder Lyrike has this ability to really capture a moment. Though I discovered him because of a film, I'm kind of not surprised because he is a, like the film that he composes is like um, just like there's moments in the film that totally lend itself to his style of music. And it's kind of like, yeah, this is like the perfect song for this moment. And so that that transcends film and does that for my own life for example i mean there are certain songs by center lyrica where i'm like i can totally remember listening to this song on driving down this particular road at this particular time at this age and it's not for any it's just because like that's where he does that's what he does well like you can literally attribute so many of his songs to moments in your life and that i mean that's what i tend to do um and i think that's why uh for me, it was really easy talking about him, especially in a podcast. Cause a lot of, I mean, you know, a lot of my podcasts of course is very autobiographical and like where I'm really having to go back in time in my mind and really figure out, okay, pinpoint, where was I when I discovered this thing, whether it's, you know, a movie, music, video game, television show, whatever. And for him, it was like, I, I was like, this is easy. This one's today is going to be really easy because he's so good at putting you in the moment. And so I, I think he's just, I think Sonder Lerke is just a really great musician. I think he seems like a really great person. Um, and he just, I, I'm really happy to have discovered him in a totally like random way. And I'm, I'm a fan, like I'll always be a fan. And I think that um, I'm, I'm just really excited to see like where he continues to go in his musical career, because I mean, he's been so like all over the place in like the most creative and really accessible in surprising ways. Um, that you know i'm just constantly surprised by him so in a good way and so that is going to wrap up our episode 14 uh for again why i know i love sonder lyrike and so i really appreciate um again all the positive feedback i've gotten from everyone and i just hope you guys keep listening and i really enjoy doing this for you guys and for myself and until next week thanks again for listening Thank you for listening to the I Know I Love podcast. If you like what you heard, please follow me, Kevin Craddock, on Instagram 
I Know I Love podcast. Here you can find current information and links to future episodes as they are produced. Thanks again for listening.